Alright, how we doing everybody? Uh, this is episode 2 of Susan Todd Podcast You know, with your host Josh DeWay um, Again, man Just Just something where we could just all just check in That's the main purpose of this podcast Is just me, like Just kind of like checking in I hope you guys, again, take this time out Check in with yourselves, you know It's like, you know, we just kind of reflect through this Last week, uh <laughs> Got a few criticisms of you know, the episode that came out beforehand. Um, <laughs> just uh, my boy Greg, he was like, yo, man, how you going to talk to people and tell them, like, oh, I'm, like, feeling bad about some things or I'm going through this or whatever, but you never said what it was. And it was like, well, I'm hoping, you know, without sharing too much personal info and personal details that people could just you know, relate to the fact that I'm experiencing some discomfort. You know, we all experience discomfort, you know. Also, I would like to apologize for the background noise. I don't want this to be like every time, you know, you guys hear this podcast, there's always some something going on in the background. I know last episode I was doing laundry and you guys had to hear that. I apologize. But today you're probably going to hear a little bit more, um, like, you know, birds and, you know, wind and shit like that. It was just too nice of a day. I just, I was like, I need to get this done, but also I want to enjoy what the world got to bring, you know, starting to warm up. So definitely want to take advantage of all the warm days because, boy, we had some some real cold days here in Pennsylvania, man. We had some intense <laughs> winter cold, man. Like, our cold hurt. <laughs> uh, when I was at school, I had... This guy named Vern, uh, we was like pretty close friends, and uh, he was from Memphis. So he used to always talk about, he's like, man, y'all cold hurt, son, crazy. Like, we feeling in our bones. He said this wind would smack him like Tyson. Uh, I just crack up all the time, man. But <laughs> he was like, that shit definitely makes you grow. He said, the person I, I became after experiencing that cold, man, not too many things going to break me. And that northeast region cold is something. And it just get worse the further you go, you know. By the time you get to Boston, you experience a Boston winter, man. You just like, fuck that shit. I'm good on that. Yeah, the woodpeckers, I apologize. Probably going to hear a lot of just drilling. But, hey, that's their thing. They like banging their head against fucking logs. And right on cue. You know, um. Today is actually the day uh, Paul Mooney passed away Now I'm recording this episode And um, Those who know me And who really I guess pay attention Know that like Paul Mooney is Is my favorite comedian of all time You know Um, So that was kind of tough But he was also like Older so that kind of Brings some type of peace You know he lived a, a long and productive life for sure, you know, just by telling, like, just telling how it is. And, yeah, with, with every death, there's there's death and birth in this life, man. That's all you could really guarantee. But, yeah, he was a funny motherfucker, man. And if y'all got some time, definitely check him out. Definitely check him out. So, to you, Mr. Paul Mooney. Wish you well wishes, wish your family well wishes, and 
You know, I know you're probably up there making God crack up and also asking him some of the important questions like, how come you didn't help us out during the 1700s and shit like that? But if somebody's going to, you know, ask those questions, that's definitely you. Today, I'm also going to go support my, one of my good friends, Manny Santiago. You know, he's uh, competing down there at Helium tonight. So going down there, wishing him the best of luck. He got it. He's a very funny man, you know, just likable. Like, Manny could tell you some crazy-ass shit. Like, I'm talking about some borderline disrespectful shit, you know, but he's so likable. He's just like, all right, you know, fuck you, but uh, that, was, that was a nice way you delivered it. But no, outside of that, Manny's pretty cool, man. man I really like his comedy a lot. That, that'd be an understatement. Hope he does well. Damn, they gonna hit me with that two drink. I ain't no minimum. I some food. But they know people like me be trying to get the cheapest thing on there. So they make a bottle of water like $4. God damn, and the way these gas prices are, fuck. <laughs> damn, yo, these gas prices are crazy right now. Like, remember when uh, COVID was going on and then our gas was so low, they practically, like, pay you? You, you know, you better off, like, Giving the gas so you'll make more money by giving the gas away. I know it sounds crazy, but yeah. Um, now psh, I feel bad, man. I'm, I had to start siphoning some gas. I already seen some homies, you know, that's hoarding gas, uh, driving around. They got the red gasoline tank in their uh, fucking back seat. You know, like CDC had to put out that picture of uh, that woman that was. Feeling like fucking Save-A-Lot bags with gasoline trying to hoard it. It's just like, oh, my God. But it's crazy because, like, you got these people, you know, uh, like the White House and all these people. And they're just like, hey, man, they, like, try to be responsible, only get the gas you need to get you to your destination. But they're not also regulating these people that are selling the gas. Like, I saw a picture of this one gas station that was, like, taking advantage of all this and selling, like, $7 a gallon. Like, that is crazy. You know, I don't in situations like this, you know, even though this is something like I'm not going to say minor, but it's it's like a five out of 10, you know, in like urgency in our country, I guess maybe a seven. Um, but I'll say like when you see situations like this, I, I really it's hard for me to blame the people that try to like fill up their gasoline and stuff, because when you watch your government kind of like abandoning you in some some ways in some areas you just like like dude people need to get places and they want to like fucking respect yeah not taking all the gas but again like you can't just have these people just charging an arm and a leg for the gasoline like because they know like things aren't there it's just it's crazy but i don't know we'll probably get through it well we will says we were hacked it's like, why are we still getting hacked? <laughs> like, in 2020, we lost over $350 million in cyber attacks. Like, where are we going to fuck the Space Force? We need to get some fucking hackers, them GTA hackers, all right? Those people that have the mods. You ever just be on GTA one day, you expecting to play a game, and the next day, you know, you see somebody walking around like an Incredible Hulk fucking character, and then he's just smacking your ass with the fucking telephone poles and stuff. We need to get those kids or whoever to hack into that game and mod these shits to protect our country, because this is crazy, man. Every other fucking day you hear they get hacked. And like, goddamn, the Russians are in there again. 
Russians just hacking all the EBT cards. <laughs> you know, some stupid shit like that. And then you find out the government just like, hey, we ain't trying to really pay out none of these federal things. You know, I'm not really a conspiracy guy, so I don't really try to, like, entertain, like, I guess any alternative thinking outside of reality. But um, a thought did just pass my mind. Like, what if the government is paying for these, like, hacks to happen and shit just so... I mean, because they gave out a lot of fucking money, you know, in 2020. And a lot of people, again, needed it. They gave it out at all levels, you know, people that needed it, businesses that needed it, you know, the health industry and all that. So it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, hey, man, how about you hack our gasoline so we could charge as much as we want because we got to get some of this money back. Like, you know, we made some PUA millionaires out there and we need you to... We need you to help us get that back. And everybody drive, you know. Even if you got a driver's license or not, you drive. You know, you need to get some gas in that car. So, very strategic play by the government. But they really, doing shit like this is going to make people go crazy. And then we're going to end up in a fucking Mad Max situation. All because of greed. Mm-mm. No siree. That's why I only siphon gas out of cars like Denali's and Porsches, you know, because I know they could afford it, you know. But if you drive something like a uh, a Altima or you know <clears throat> a common a common car, no no knock on it, but I know you just like me. We just we just trying to get by. But if you drive, if I ever see you like a fucking custom car, maybe like a Corvette, something like that. Yeah, I might. You gonna see me right there at McDonald's straw, just holding my breath. Just Right in my gas tank. Drastic measures cost me drastic times. Or, I don't know, that's just probably reverse. I don't know that saying. It's peaceful, man. It's definitely peaceful out here. I hope you guys can hear somewhat of the peace. Or maybe not. It probably sounds like fucking bugs and shit. Like y'all listen to an episode of Naked and Afraid. And I wouldn't want that. Yeah, but I just was like, damn, man, this is a nice day. I gotta, gotta take this in and enjoy these, uh, enjoy these moments, man. Yeah, I seriously like to the bone try to enjoy everything, and like, <laughs> even the fact that I could like walk fast right now, I'm like, yo, I'm thinking I could walk fast because I know when I get fucking like eighty and stuff, and I won't be able to move as quickly as I used to. Um, you know, that's going to be a tough thing to deal with. And I'm just grateful that I could do it now because that's how I feel. Like, we all got blessings and we got a lot of blessings. And as we're gaining them, we also, you know, we're losing some. You know, we do lose blessings. And sometimes not to no fault of our own. It's just, you know, something in return. Like right now, you know, you could be by yourself having a good time. And just like, hey, enjoying, you know, this this life with no responsibilities or all that. You know, that's a blessing. But then, you know, you get older, have some kids or whatever, and you might lose that luxury of freedom. But the blessing you, like, gain is watching your family grow and your family develop. And, I mean, be grateful for that. And I think that also comes with maturity and understanding. As we mature, our wants and needs kind of change. Our eyes kind of change the different things that fulfill us, you know. And I think that's a very beautiful part of life because if you do it right, by the time you get to the end, you be like, God, take me willingly. 
But if you try to cheat it and try not to feel certain things or whatever it may be, that's when you find yourself asking for more time and just questioning, only if I did this or what if I was able to get this done? Yeah. Again, like I said, guys, we're going to grow and um, develop with this podcast. Um, there's some structure there. Like I kind of got some ideas while I go in there, but I started talking and just start experiencing it. And the next thing you know, we go on these tangents. And speaking of tangents, did y'all see, uh, I don't know uh, how many sports fans we have out there diehard, but Kwame Brown just fucking... Made a comeback, you know, after 20 years not saying anything. Everybody come at his life, you know. Um, For those who don't know who Kwame Brown is, Kwame Brown is the former number one overall pick to the Washington Wizards. And this is the thing. He had Michael Jordan on his team. Now, those who know Michael Jordan know he's diehard and he wants excellence and all that. And rightfully so, man. He's the GOAT. But in the midst of this, he broke this guy. Mentally broke this guy And this guy didn't fulfill You know his expectations To being the number one overall pick And a lot of people look at him as a bust And they, they shit on him And they take advantage of like Saying a low hanging fruit joke You know cause you, it's just something so easy Now he comes out And he starts telling his side of the story I'm gonna take a sip of water He tells you his side of the story And it kind of flips the narrative, right? It kind of flips your thinking. So because he didn't live up to expectations, everybody's like, yo, he's shitty, this and that, right? And they're like, yo, you you let Michael Jordan break you. You know, how you let Michael Jordan break you mentally weak? But when he comes out, he says, look, I'm a, first of all, 17-year-old kid. If I'm not, I might be wrong, but I I think I saw this. um, He was actually the, no, no, I'm wrong. I'm not going to say that. Was he the first? No, no, yeah. But anywho, he was uh, he was his first overall pick right out of high school, and he was a 17-year-old kid, and he gets Michael Jordan. He's like, I don't think too many people going to be able to deal with their idol, like, belittle him. You know what I'm saying? And then this guy talks about, yeah, you guys could say I was a bust, this and that, but I survived in the league for 13 years, and I have made generational wealth. I take care of my kids, like... I, I take care of my property Like I'm a fucking family man And like he's he's just coming out Telling the side of the story And the way he's breaking things down Like he's very like intelligent Very just like 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 I respect what he's doing Like seriously And he's exposing a lot of things And just even for him to To I guess have the Not giving a fuck Yo you're good man Yeah you're good yeah, that's Greg Nolan walking by everybody. Talking about Kwame Brown, motherfucker came in, work out every day. I don't know why, man. Pussy uptake ain't fucking getting up. I don't know. Where's the motivation to keep working out? But so again, like I said, Kwame Brown, he came out and he um just told his side of things. And <laughs> it just it just kinda like changed the perspective that I, even I, like, ignorantly will admit that I had, like, oh, this guy was a bust, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, he's right. It's all about, like, you know, changing your your circumstance. Like, this dude's a country boy from, like, down south who who got generational wealth and 
changed his family life at the age of 17. You know what I'm saying? And he endured a path that not too many people would be able to take. That's like, you know, me, like a Paul Mooney coming down just telling you, Josh, you ain't funny. You ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you expect me to go through that. It's, I mean, I think I'll be able to do it because I straight up be like, hey, as much as I love your comedy and all that, nobody's excuse from catching these hands. So, and I had you 79, but rest in peace to Paul. But yeah, man, Kwame definitely, uh, he, he definitely did some good things. I'm curious to see how this goes because, uh, He's also talking about Stephen A., you know, a lot of the guys in the media. And I'm not one of these dudes that's like the media, the fake news, this and that. I feel like each media, you know, shares the truth and they manipulate it and spin it, you know, to get to their base to a certain degree. But at the end of the day, like the stories that they're using and stuff, they ain't really bringing them out of thin air. You know, it's something there. It's up to us as an individual to like really investigate and like, you know, figure out, okay, what really is the narrative that's going on? Like, I, I watch both, you know. I could watch Fox and I could watch, uh, like, CNN. But my trusted news is PBS because if you look, at, if you look them up on uh, media bias scale, they have, like, the least, you know, and they're pretty fair. But um, when I watch, like, Fox or CNN, they both are complaining about, like, the gas prices, right? Which is a true thing. The gas is a problem going on. But you got one side that may be like, yo, oh, Biden did this shit and he need to fucking fix it. It's his fault, which is not entirely true. And then you got another side that's still trying to like just divert the whole thing and be like, well, Trump lost this much money due to hacking and all that stuff. And you just like, all right, that is the bullshit you just got to eliminate. But the story is something's going on with our gas that we need to address. I know this is my second time talking about the gas, but this is the most recent example I could use to, you know, kind of, whatever. I feel, oh, we're talking about Kwame Brown attacking the media and calling them out. It's crazy. I be thinking I'm talking for like hours and then I look over and it's been only like 20 minutes. I don't know. I don't know how, like... You know, all those podcast guys. and I just think I don't I don't have enough, like, ego to do that. Like, even now as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about, like, my listeners that will hopefully listen to this or whatever. I'm like, who the fuck would want to listen to me talk for, like, an hour? You know what I'm saying? But then again, I'll listen to other people's podcasts, and I'll listen to them talk for an hour. I'll listen to a stand-up comic. So those are the questions. We were like, well, Josh, this is what comes with the job. So, you know, you got to kind of believe in yourself and deliver that more and believe, like, maybe people... Do look forward to your work. I don't know, like, because even like you know the same thing is like performing. I never look at it as like necessary. Like, all right, I gotta give these people an hour worth of jokes, you know, or what, however long, fifteen minutes worth of jokes, twenty minutes worth of jokes, you know, and because that's what they pay for. I look at it as like, hey, I made an hour worth of jokes that I would like to share with you guys. And if this shit works, hey, cool. I'm happy that we enjoyed it. But if it didn't, hey, it's it's all about experience. I got to experience some discomfort too, you know. And if everything was gold, then where would be the motivation for me to even do this shit, you know? I think growth is a, a big driving factor for a lot of things that need to be done in life. If we all woke up a trillionaire, you know, you got some people that would strive. But for the most part, like, you know, 
I think ninety nine point nine percent everybody be comfortable, and there be that's when you'll just turn to those dumb shit to keep yourself entertained or whatever. But the come up, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like we all really live for the come up, and like going through that that grind, that journey. And that's ultimately like what life is about. And Greg is like passively aggressively trying to tell me he makes more money than me because um, we both bought like two cases of water and um, I bought the generic brand of water and he bought the Poland Spring brand of water. So I'm like, why you got to buy the name brand, bro? Like, but we and we all went through the name brand first. Nobody touched my water yet. So it was like, all right, I see how it is. I see this passive aggressive attempt to tell me I ain't shit. No, I'm joking. We just gotta drink all this water, man. Stay healthy. That's another thing I need to start working on my diet. My diet is not too good. And it's not because like I'm seeing like physical results. I still got like the V in my abdomens and shit like that, but it's just like I know internally yeah, it's some build up. Some build up around the heart. Definitely some crystals in my arteries, for sure. I'm trying to be here for a while, you know? I ain't trying to, you know, die on some dumb shit at, like, the age of 56 from, like, a pulmonary embolism because I ain't fucking take care of myself. I feel like last episode, I might have mentioned a pulmonary embolism. I don't want to keep... I don't want to speak this shit in my fucking future. I only say that because, dude, I was looking into Heavy D's story. Sometimes, like, something will come up, and I will just have to get on, like, Wikipedia... Um, I was watching Life with my dad, um, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. If you, I don't know who don't know that movie, but if you don't, but look those guys up. Um, but yeah, like Heavy D's obviously in the movie, and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, is Heavy D still alive? I fucking forgot. My dad's like, no, nah, he passed away. And I was like, what? So I looked him up, and I'm also sure his cause of death was a pulmonary embolism. And I'm like, oh shit. Them shit's just strike. You never know. And I just pray to God, like, God, don't let me go out like that. I'd rather have, like, a heart attack on stage. Like, you know, knock on wood. I hope that that shit doesn't happen. But if it was, you know, heart attack at age 100. 100 and something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Sorry for that brief moment of silence. Just had to take it all in. You know, like, honestly, we, especially being from, like, Pennsylvania, I feel like, you know, we take certain things for granted. Like, for real, like, California out there, they're they're struggling, man. That shit, they don't have the nature like us, man. And no knock to that, you know, fucking state. Um, You know, I'm, I'm not a big believer in to uplift something. You have to put something down. But, you know... When you put it in perspective to really understand the blessings of just like my state and alone is just like damn dog like I see different type of trees. Oh shit, it's a fucking uh bee. <sighs> Fuck, that's funny. Bad part about being out here. Damn it. I wish I had a fly swatter. Oh yeah, that's gonna be in the background for a while. 
But I'm the one that chose to sit out here, sit outside. And do I regret my decision? No. But do I wish I had a fly swatter closer to me? Yes. Yes, I do. All right, but like uh, going back to the Pennsylvania, man, just taking in these blessings and how like we just experienced like one all four seasons. And each of our seasons are beautiful, too, you know? Like, our winter, when it snows, man, we got really good fucking snow. You know what I'm talking about? Just pure, just, like, very artistic, you know? Very artistic-looking snow. Even the way it lays on our branches, you know? Very, very elegant. Then you look at our fall. We got some very diverse color, man. We got great color. And then... We have, like, mountains and stuff, you know, that are full of vegetation. And you can see beautiful, like, color throughout our mountains. Then we even look at our spring, you know, as our our flowers start to bloom, you know. And the way the rain and shit hits, bro, because we have, like, so much land and stuff. So, like, looking at, like, the way, like, the, the land look when it's wet, you know, is and that makes sense. I know that sounds kind of weird. Now, our summers, I will say, the only thing I can say is, like, our summers aren't as humid as, like, down south. Thank God for that. But we also don't have, like, beaches and shit. So, yeah, you fucking enjoying your summers in a, in a Amish lake where they charge you, like, 10 bucks for a floaty and then 15 for, like, a buggy ride. You're just like, damn. You got my pockets again. Yeah. And maybe getting to the end of this episode. Really enjoyed, really enjoyed this, you know, and it may be a little bit chaotic in the beginning, but as I get comfortable again, you know, we're going to get better. Definitely have to plan this more, get more structure. That bee's back again. Fucking piece of shit of a bee. But, yeah, yeah. Again, thank you guys for listening to Susan Todd. As we all just take this moment out to reflect, we just living. And if you need to laugh, don't be afraid to check out my content. That's on Instagram at believe.n.josh. Facebook, Joshua Dewey. Last name is D W E H. You know, if I'm able to bring a laugh to your life, thank you, you know. Cause that's what it's all about. I, and my ultimate goal is to hopefully like make you feel something, whether that be funny, inspired, or even discomfort. That hopefully be part of your growth. So, thank you guys for just being here. All right, peace.